You are listening to the Scaling to Freedom podcast. I'm your host, Christina Bernhard. And in this episode, we are talking about my favorite topic. So this is probably going to be one of my favorite episodes, if not the favorite, because we're talking about my favorite topic, which is travel. Even if you don't know me that well, you probably know that I love to travel, especially if you follow me on Instagram. I absolutely love, love, love traveling. And I love talking about traveling. Last year, I did not have like an actual home anymore. So I actually put my stuff in storage and I was living out of a backpack. And it was unfortunately a lot of that was during the pandemic, which was not an ideal nomadic experience for sure. But I was able to spend six months in Europe, so I'm very grateful for that experience at least. But I did end up getting a home, so I'm based out of Austin, Texas now. I'm still enjoying my time traveling, even though you know we are still in the pandemic, but we're just making it work. We're doing what we can. But I actually did not travel growing up. So I started whenever I worked in corporate. So growing up, we didn't really travel at all. Like We traveled very little, and then when I was in college, that's when I started to do a lot of domestic travel. And I loved that because I actually hadn't spent a lot of time outside of the state growing up. Like we had some family members in different states. And so we did like Christmas and stuff in different places, but you know, it was very little and we didn't go on like trips like that. So it was really intriguing for me whenever I went to college and I quickly became obsessed with it. Traveling was definitely one of the reasons why I came out of college with so much credit card debt. And that was fun to pay off, but I still think that it's worth it. I'd do it again. But my first international trip was actually in corporate and it was actually a work retreat. Yay. That was in 2014. Since then, I've gone to 18 different countries. And this year was supposed to be a year where I was supposed to go to many more, but that's okay. The world is not going anywhere. And even though it doesn't feel like it, at some point, this pandemic will be over. So I want to talk about my favorite travel memories today. And so these are some of my favorite places. I have four of them that really mean a lot to me. And hopefully it's just a fun way to chat with you guys, but also maybe it will inspire you to go because these are great, great places. And also just inspire you to travel more because there were so many times that I've had these, you know, like my great ideas or I felt so connected with myself and I was able to really just see a clearer picture on what I wanted in my life. Because one beautiful thing about traveling isn't just that you are in a new place, which is obviously, you know, amazing. Being in a new environment is very inspiring, but also a huge part of it is the fact that you're leaving your comfortable environment. So you're able to look at your life from a completely different perspective. And I think that for me, that is so, so valuable in figuring out what I really want in life. What do I want my life to look like? And Sometimes that just requires me stepping out of my actual life and my physical surroundings and even the people that I'm around, just everything, just completely stepping out and looking at it from the outside in a new inspiring place. It's really, really transformational for me. And that is just one of my favorite things about traveling. So obviously we can't travel a whole lot now, but I hope that as soon as we can, you do definitely take advantage of the world out there because there's so many places that you can go and so many different places to be inspired. So let's talk about the first one. So my first favorite travel memory is Australia. And Australia is not 
very different from the States as far as, you know, your environment or anything like that. But the reason why I say Australia is because it was my first solo trip. I had done domestic solo trips like in the States, but I had never gone international. And it was something that I was really afraid of doing. Actually, I was fairly travel savvy at the time, not near as travel savvy as I am now, but you know, I felt comfortable with it. And also they speak English. So that makes it super, super easy to get around. I've since learned that even when you don't speak the language, like I am have been shocked by how good of charades you can play with someone. And sometimes in memory, I forget that me and that person weren't speaking English together because like you can just connect with people without talking. It's weird. But either way, first solo experience traveling outside of the States, it was really nice to go to a place that spoke English, but it was my favorite solo trip. So that's why it just holds a special place in my heart because it was like, as soon as I got on the plane, I wasn't afraid at all. And the entire trip I was not afraid. So it was just the start of a lot of solo adventures for me. And it was just one of those things where if you've ever done something that you were initially really, really afraid of, and then you did it, like, you know what I'm talking about, that like level of confidence that you get afterwards, like I definitely get that from solo traveling. And when I went to Australia, I went to Melbourne and Sydney, absolutely loved both of those places. When I was in Sydney, I actually climbed the Harbor Bridge, which I highly, highly recommend. It was definitely a highlight of my life. I loved it. It was so cool. Also because I'm like a little scared of heights. So it was another thing that I was just like, oh my goodness, like this is so scary. And when I first started to climb the bridge, you're like chained to the bridge and you have to wear this really not flattering jumpsuit. (laughs) And if you have anything with you, which they don't let you bring anything with you, but if you have something like a hat or something with you, everything's like tied to you and you go up with them. And like whenever I was first going up, I wasn't over the water yet. We're still over like concrete and just looking down in between the steps and just seeing there just be concrete from so far away. It was so, so scary. But actually once I got like, you know, over the bridge part where we are really high, I got kind of immune to the height and it just felt like I was walking on land or something. I don't know. It's really weird, but it was really, really cool. And I got to see like, you get to look over the opera house and the water and the skyline and it's absolutely breathtaking. So that is my first one. My second favorite travel memory is definitely Croatia last year. So during the pandemic, I did get to get in some travel. I actually, the pandemic started when I was in Bali and maybe I'll like do a podcast episode of that experience because that was really crazy. But other than that, the only other places that I was in during the pandemic was Croatia and Serbia. So I went to Croatia and we actually went to places all over. We went to Zagreb, stayed there for a month. We went and visited Pula while we were there and Dubrovnik and Split. So ended up in Split. And when we got to Split, we had some friends there and we also met some people there. And it was just so much fun. Like being with like this whole dynamic of these people who like I connected with so much and now we're like great friends and I care about them so much. And we just had like so much fun. And in Split in October last year, the weather is perfection. It is perfect. It's not too hot. It's not too cold or it's not cold at all, I should say. And it's just really, really lovely. I It's not exactly swimming weather, but it was just like such a wonderful place to be. And I highly recommend Croatia as a whole. I love that country. I was actually just in Europe for six weeks and I stopped in Croatia and it's just... 
I can't explain it, but the vibe is just so nice. And also the cost there is really, really low. So it's very, very affordable place to go travel to. So I highly recommend it. And also the water is breathtaking. It is so beautiful. If you like that, you know, clear blue, you know, gorgeous water, Croatia's like coastline is just so gorgeous. So I would highly recommend Croatia just as a whole, but that was one of my favorite memories because I think we were there for about six weeks and we just had so much fun. We went on an island hopping tour one weekend, which was really nice. We spent a lot of time just like going to different restaurants, sitting by the water, even just walking. Like if you've ever been to that part of Europe, like just walking the streets is just so, so pretty. And it was just so nice. And I also love to do CrossFit and CrossFit in Europe is very affordable. So here in Austin, I pay $264 a month, which is outrageous. I know that's what it costs. And then in Europe, I believe I paid like it was like $75 a month. Like it was so much cheaper and that's for unlimited classes. So definitely did a lot of that. That was really fun. And there's also the, just this like hominess feeling about Croatia. Like it feels so livable. And I really like that in a city. Like if it feels very practical and livable, then I am just even more in love with it. Cause I don't know, I guess, cause I usually just settle in wherever I'm traveling, but I also, you know, I work from anywhere. So if I'm traveling, I'm usually working as well. So it's kind of important that it's a little bit practical for me as in, good Wi-Fi, good gym nearby. Like I kind of settle in like a local and I like to cook my own food and things like that. So I really like it to be convenient. My third favorite travel memory is definitely Fiji. I love Fiji. So I have been to beaches all over the world. I've gone to Australia. I went to Mallorca. I've been to Bali and Thailand. I've just seen some really, really gorgeous beaches. And I will say like Fiji hands down takes the cake. And there are some close seconds for sure. Like I've seen really gorgeous water, but like Fiji is just so, so breathtaking. I was actually solo there as well. And on the actual island, I didn't do anything, but I spent a lot of time just on the coast and I did an island hopping tour and we actually stopped and we spent, I think like a few hours in one island and it was Monteriki. And that's actually where they filmed Castaway. Oh my goodness. It was just so, so beautiful. And I got to go snorkeling, which was amazing because I've gone snorkeling like in Mallorca and in the Caribbean, but Fiji was like, oh my gosh, like I could see for, I don't know, distances, but like really, really far away in the water. Like it was so clear. I could just see it felt like forever. And also the water, like, okay, no one believes me when I say this, but the fish were like rainbow fish. Like it was like a rainbow colored fish. It was amazing. <laughs> like it was just out of a movie or something or like way better than like an aquarium. Like it was just so incredible. And I could just look down and these fish with the coral and like the clear, clear water. And then I have some like photos of me just on the beach and there's just gorgeous volcano in the back. I mean, it's just absolutely breathtaking. Highly recommend going to Fiji, doing an all day island tour. You will not regret it. Actually, Fiji is a great place to stop over if you're going to Australia from the States. So I booked my itinerary into like pieces and I saved $1,500 on one itinerary from doing that. So I flew out of LA and there was a stopover in Fiji. So I ended up just breaking up the itinerary and I spent a few days in Fiji and then hopped over to Australia. And so that's how I would recommend doing that. If you're already going to Australia or it's a place that you really want to go lump them in together. But the snorkeling in Fiji was definitely like one of my favorite travel memories. 
Now, my last favorite travel memory, and it's hard to get, I just chose four because really I could, I mean, there's a highlight on every trip, right, that you go on, but this was actually the highlight of, or I guess my favorite trip of the places I went to just recently. So I've only been home for two weeks now, and I went to Europe for six weeks, and I went to Italy and Greece and Lisbon, Madrid, and Croatia, but my favorite place was Prague. I almost didn't go to Prague just because it's a it's a smaller city, like it's not huge. And I felt like it was maybe really close to how Croatia is or like very close to Zagreb, which it is in a lot of ways. Like it's very like Central European. Like I spent so much time last year in Croatia. And so I was just like, might skip it. And I was just more interested in like Spain, Portugal, in like that part of Europe, which I did go to and I, I love them. But when I went to Prague, like, so I decided, um, okay, I'm just going to go, I'm going to go on the way to Croatia. And I stayed a whole week there and it was like so magical because it just feels like this fairy tale land. Like, and it is very similar to Croatia in some ways, just in the fact that that whole region is like central European. So like there were so many like similarities. Like I felt like I was in Croatia during some times, except it does not have like the walls and stuff like Croatia. So that's where it's quite different, but it's more like Zagreb if I had to compare it with something, but it was this like fairy tale land. So everything is so, so beautiful. If you've ever been to Paris, then you've probably experienced or like recently, I guess, because some people, I feel like older people. I don't know if I should say that on this, but like, I just feel like whenever I was going to go to Paris, like a few years ago, like people I worked with are like my parents' friends and people would be like, oh, Paris is so dirty and ugly or whatever. And like when I went, it was just like immaculate and gorgeous. So I guess if you've been to Paris like recently, you might have noticed that like every crevice of the city was just straight out of a magazine. Like it was just so perfect. And that's kind of how I felt in Prague. Like it was really hard for me to even find a crevice of the city that didn't look just so gorgeous and charming. Charming is actually a really great word for that city. But the reason it's one of my favorite travel memories is that for some reason, this was definitely one of those environments where I just felt so, so inspired and connected to myself. Like, and it could also have been because I had been traveling solo for about a month at this point. And so, you know, maybe it was just like the point where like it built up and now I'm in Prague and like it's all just like kind of coming to fruition of like, you know, the space that I've had in the past month being away from my home environment. But I just felt so connected to myself and my life felt so clear. This is why I tell people to travel. And it's hard if you can only travel for like a few days or a week or two. And and I totally relate to that and understand that because when I was in corporate, that's all the time that I had to work with. Even those smaller trips did make an impact. But if you do ever have a chance to travel more long-term, like month plus, highly, highly recommend doing it. Like seriously, I mean, at least for me, it's so impactful to my life and my journey and my growth and just everything because it really does just catapult me forward either while I'm traveling or afterwards when I get back home and I just like see everything so differently. So I highly, highly recommend it if you ever get the chance. But Prague was definitely like the perfect environment to feel inspired and just connected to myself. I probably did like a good 20K walks every day that I was there. I just spent my time walking the city and just thinking and listening to music and, you know, listening to audiobooks and stuff like that. It was also gorgeous weather when I went. So it might not be super fair because I know 
during certain times of the year, Prague is not the best weather. It gets quite cold there and it can be really unpredictable. Like my host was telling me that, especially in between seasons, it can be super rainy and it's very, very hard to predict, which I found really interesting too, because that's fairly normal for if you're on the coast, but Prague is very like landlocked. So I thought that was interesting, but yeah, she said it was just like that day there would be no rain on the forecast and then there would just be suddenly rain. So I don't know if their weather guy there sucks or woman, but other than that though, the day that I left, it was a little bit rainy and cloudy, but I got so, so lucky because every day I was there was gorgeous, sunny, perfect weather. I wore just a tank top and pants and it was just like perfection. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I know we didn't talk about ads or business strategies, but this is definitely one of my favorite life strategies, which could also be a great business strategy as well, because when you have this space and you can be in an environment where you're inspired and you're also away from your normal environment and your home environment, it is so, so powerful. So that is what I have for you today. I will see you guys next week. And if you want to see my travel adventures, then definitely follow me on Instagram. I'm at Christina D. Bernhard, and I will see you guys there. 